Episode 4, Organic Food versus Non-Organic. Plants for Life podcast is straight conversation about plant-based whole foods, also known as ITEL lifestyles, for health and wellness with a special focus on cannabis. Felicia Dawson, MD, cannabis advocate, educator, dual board certified physician, obstetrics, gynecology, and integrative medicine. Oski Shivani, fourth generation Jamaican herbalist, plant-based nutritionist, indoor cannabis cultivator, and veteran cannabis pioneer. And Marilyn Pierce, RN, author, speaker, and cannabis advocate. Join us as we discuss nutritional plant-based lifestyles, including cannabis. I think the best way to think about organic versus conventional crops is really more about what's not in organic. You know, it's no pesticides, no herbicides, no radiation, because a lot of conventional food is irradiated <laughs> to right. kill things. There's no genetically modified organisms. That's part of the definition of organic. And it's a, it was more stringent in the beginning. It's a little bit less stringent, but... You know, you have to make the intention that this land is going to be for organics and you can't use any of those products, those prohibited toxins on your land for three years before you can even begin growing crops uh, for organic produce. That's one good thing. That's how important the soil is. You can't um, have those pesticides and herbicides on the land and heavy metals um, for three years when you're doing the organic certification and your your crop your land is tested every year to make sure you're doing what you're supposed to be doing so and so people will say well you know this organic apple doesn't have any more nutrition than a conventionally raised apple but the thing about it is that organic again is what this doesn't have it doesn't have the toxins and therefore it's more healthy for you because Monsanto has been levied with a bunch of court cases they've got they've had three judgments across against them because roundup causes non-hodgkin's lymphoma even when it was brought to their attention that roundup might be causing health issues they ignored it and for three different court cases to be settled or be determined in place of the plaintiff multi-million dollar settlements. I mean, I think the last one was $2 billion and Monsanto um, appealed it and they still lost, but the judge did reduce the winnings down. I think it's now down to 20 million or something to that effect. But for Monsanto to get a case against it like that, three of them with about 800 pending, there was a lot of evidence showing that they knew that number one, Roundup is detrimental to human health. And number two, they ignored the evidence. And that's why I believe they lost and they're going to lose even more. Yet, they have merged with Bayer and created their, their, their cannabis strains. So that's what's coming for people right now in the cannabis industry. That entity that you just talked about has partnered with Big Pharma. No, they were Bayer, bought. They were or bought. bought by Bayer, Monsanto sorry. Monsanto was bought by Bayer. Boom. And are now producing cannabis seeds. So that, that's pretty much what's taking over the shelves is what's going to take over the cannabis industry. And that's another, a post from another podcast. That, the that's if the people don't understand by. that what's going on in politics affects your life. 
Right. If you do not get involved, you're going to have politicians who are being paid by the pharmaceutical industry and they're going to prohibit home grow. They're going to make it so nobody can can even profit in the industry but big cannabis companies. And that's why it's so important for people to get involved in the political process, to run for office and to hold the politicians accountable and fight for term limits and get the money out of politics. Because right now, cannabis is going to go the way of the food industry if, yep. if, we're not, if you're not careful. And, and even though, and I've, I'm seeing a slight turnaround because even the food industry understands that the way that they raise crops and destroying the soil, that we've got about 60 years at the end of this, you know, 2000s, we're not going to even have any soil to grow crops on. And they know that even, even their stuff, they're not going to be able to do it. So they're even starting to contribute right. to an initiative that I think came together uh, the end of last year mm -hmm. where they're going to work on sustainable soil practices because they their their companies can't even exist without soil to grow the crops in. Right. That's also where this, this innovation is where the grant money is coming in as well, too, because all that got put in there this last little uh, round here because they know that agriculture as we know it is failing. All the farmers are old and dying off. The, the skill has not been passed down. There are no new farmers. There are no young farmers. That's, that's brand new. Like there's a, so there's actually a ton of grant money out there to support um, disenfranchised or small and, and underprivileged farmers because they realize that they're about to not have any farmers pretty soon. One more thing I want to say on that, on that note, as important as it is to vote, is as important as it is to learn about how to grow this plant yourself and get yourself a reputable seed producer. Because at the end of the day, if they don't do the right thing, you may have to do the right thing for yourself. But so you can it, do both. It's like you protest and vote. Right. Vote and grow your own food. You can do both. It doesn't right. have to be either or. Right, right. No, it really must definitely, be both. Definitely. must be both. It's got to be both. All of the above. It's got to be. It's got to be. It's got to be. But don't depend on them to get it right. No. <laughs> because that's not their area of expertise <laughs> doing right. True. <laughs> So here's this, check it out. Next thing is, not everybody has access to a ton of organic food. Not everybody can afford organic food. I know right now in Miami, it's $1.50 for an apple. That's not even organic. The organic one's like $2. It makes no sense. If you can't grow your own vegetables or fruits, then eating organic straight through might not be in your budget. Or you may not be able to get a, a mostly organic food. If you can even get to it, you may have only Walmart in your vicinity and a corner store because that's how it goes sometimes. I know that's how it is in my neighborhood. If you don't have a car, you're not getting no food. You, you're going to have to go to Walmart. So, um, and Walmart does have organic. They do have, they yeah. have organic, but you're, you're limited. Yeah. So you can't basically, you can't, you can't design your, your diet around organic if you have a Walmart for an option. True. But you can know how to wash the inorganic produce or the non-organic conventional produce. <laughs> yes, and and washing Properly. and washing it might take care of some of that surface herbicide, some of that surface pesticide. But if you have a crop that's been sprayed its entire life, the right. blossom, everything, right? That all those chemicals are still in the flesh of that fruit. Right. All the chemicals are still within 
that vegetable or it's plant. It's been fertilized too. And you can't wash that off. And so, True. I mean, it's, it's better than nothing right. to wash it off, but it's not as as good as it can be. But it, it's understandable, yes, organic is expensive. And that's why, you know, we talk about going to the Environmental Working Group's website, ewga.org, and mm -hmm. look at their Dirty Dozen and they're clean 15 and try to, you know, stay away from the dirty dozen because those are the foods and fruits and vegetables that are the highest in pesticides and right. herbicides and all that. And stick with the clean 15 because right. they have lower amounts. And so if you're on a budget, that is what you do. Go for the clean 15, avoid the dirty dozen. Right. And you know what? It really comes down to, to this. Get organic when you can. Wash conventional when you can't. And detoxify regularly because no matter what you're going to get these toxins inside of you so there's ways that you can you can get yourself agents to detoxify yourself in walmart you may find yourself some parsley and cilantro and whatnot to be able to do a heavy metal chelation or you may have to do some sort of online uh, herbal shopping from herbal places that sell organic herbs to assist yourself in detoxification or get yourself some uh, get, a, get a list of the best organic and alkaline foods in the Walmart or store close to you so that you can form a fruit fast in some sort of way. So at the end of the day, the last element of, of organic and conventional is detoxification. Get it when you can, if you can afford it. Wash it with salt, lemon juice, and vinegar and baking soda. You can make a solution of salt, lemon, vinegar, and baking soda to wash conventional vegetables. And that will take off the majority of what's attached to the outside. Of course, it will not drain the fertilizer that has been, has been used to produce it and the pesticides that have been soaked inside of it. Plants are so absorbent that it's, they're just constantly absorbing everything. So we talked about what organic is, what the finances of it. And we have to remember to talk about why it's important. We eat two, three times a day. So that means you're taking in information. I like, to t I like to think about what you eat, what you think, what you do. All that is information that you're bringing into your body. And, and all that information is talking to your genes. And you want that information to be promoting health. You want that information to be turning off cancer genes. And so eating organically helps you to bring in some good information that's, that's health promoting. And, and it's not just what you eat, you know, it's your air, your water, the chemicals you use to clean your home, the right. products you're using on your skin, on your body, on your children, on your clothing uh, to wash them. You know, all, all of those are contributing to our toxic load. Right. So food is a big part of it because we all do it every day, a couple times a day. But it, you really have to look at, you know, everything. When we take in things that are toxic, it causes chronic inflammation. And we think that that's the cause of pretty much all of our illnesses today. The diabetes, the high blood pressure, the heart disease, the cancer, all of that's from chronic inflammation because we're bringing stuff in to our homes, into our bodies, putting it on our skin. That, that's causing chronic inflammation. I remember seeing an experiment where there was a piece, someone was eating a piece of meat and they watched to see how quickly it digested. When they added dye to that piece of, same piece of meat, it took hours for the body to digest it. That's what happens when we 
modify our food with things that did not serve our health. Artificially. It causes inflammation. It makes it difficult for the body to recognize it, to break it down, to protect itself against it because it just can't recognize it. So that's, that's, that's why organic, eating organically, living organically, if you can, is important because it helps you to be your best version of you and right. give your body good information. Absolutely. Organic, when if you can, conventional wash with a solution of baking soda, lime juice, and salt. Avoiding the dirty dozen. Avoid the dirty and, dozen. And do the clean 15. And clean 15. And detoxify often, period. If you eat organic all day long anyways, you got to detoxify because there's a ton of more bombarding Toxins bombarding us than just our food, so. Yeah, if you're on, alive on the planet today. Right. <laughs> you've got to detoxify. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe to this podcast. Also, look for us on YouTube and at plantsforlife.com. Plants for Life. Plant-based lifestyles and ancient nutritional treatment strategies. Plants for Life. The ideas presented in this podcast are meant for general informational purposes only and should not be considered professional advice. The Plants for Life podcast and Plants for Life LLC and all affiliate subsidiaries disclaim any liability for any damages arising out of reliance on the information presented. Please consult licensed professionals for any medical, legal, or business advice.